0: Let's turn in our Bibles uh, to Luke chapter 2. Luke 2. And as uh, the writer of Hebrews says that the Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts even to the bone and to the marrow. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and, and the intents of our hearts. And uh, by uh, honoring God's Word, we want to stand. Let's stand together as we... Uh, Give honor to the the word of the Lord. We look at Luke two, starting at verse twenty one. Hear the word of the Lord, Luke two twenty one. And when eight days had passed before his circumcision, his name was then called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days for their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And when he had come in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law. Then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory Of your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the teachings which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and for a sign to be opposed. And a sword will pierce even your own soul, to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phineuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years and had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple serving night and day with fastings and prayers. At that very moment, she came up and began giving thanks to God and continued to speak of him to all those who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. Let's pray together. Oh Father, we ask that as we study this, your holy word, that we would receive it not as the words of men, but words that were inspired by your Holy Spirit. Help us to receive and to believe, and that by means of your word, help us to grow in grace. For we ask these things in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Please be seated. You're all likely very familiar with a hymn that was written by uh, Charles Wesley, and the title of this hymn was, Come Thou Long-Expected Jesus. Now, many people might not be familiar with how very long Jesus was expected. You might think, well, maybe hundreds of years? No, more than that. Thousands of years. Uh, The promise, the first promise of the coming Messiah was given immediately after our parents disobeyed God by eating of the forbidden fruit. Um, God pronounced judgment on Satan for. Uh, what he had done, but then he gave forth his ultimate work of redemption as this promised uh, Messiah was given in in Genesis 3.15. It's written there in your outline. God said to Satan, I will put enmity, that is a state of warfare, between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise you on the head and you shall bruise him on the heel. This is the first glimpse of the Gospel in Holy Scripture. It is a beautiful uh, teaching that there would be this great conflict, you could say a great cosmic even conflict, between Satan and uh, the, the great Messiah, the great Christ to come. But it does tell us that this seed of the woman would be victorious over him. Now there are a lineage a, uh, there, is, there is a lineage, or as we look back in the Old Testament, there was a lineage of many, many saints of old looking forward to the Christ to come. David was looking forward to the, the Christ to come, the Messiah to come. The prophets of old were looking forward to the, prophet, to the Christ to come. Uh, Moses spoke of a great prophet who would be given that everyone should listen to him. He, he's, he's talking about the Messiah to come. So after thousands of years of long waiting, we have a fulfillment of a promise for some who had been waiting so long, even you could say all of their lives. Now before we look at these two individuals who were waiting long for the coming Christ, um, we want us to notice a little bit of context of the passage. Uh, Mary and Uh, Joseph were bringing in Jesus into the temple to fulfill a rite that when you had a firstborn child who opened the womb uh, you had to make an offering um, unto the Lord and uh, the Old Testament says a sacrifice as well Uh, it was supposed to be a lamb and a bird but here if you were very poor you could offer instead two birds or two turtle doves and that's what the parents of the Lord Jesus did it's a testimony that you know, Jesus was not born in a high estate. He was born into poverty. And his parents could even afford to offer a lamb as a sacrifice for this holy rite. But as the small family entered the temple to bring their offering, there are two elderly saints waiting for them. Now as we look at today's text, the main focus is that God calls you to embrace the appointed Savior, Jesus Christ. God calls you to embrace and to believe the appointed Savior, Jesus Christ. And we'll look at this in two main points. Saints looking for redemption is the first. And then secondly, we'll look at Simeon's prayer and prophecies. So let's look at these saints looking for redemption. First notice Simeon again, in verse 25 through 28. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon and this man was righteous and devout looking for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him and it had had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Christ and he came in the Spirit into the temple when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law then he took him into his arms Now Simeon I believe this man Simeon is very reminiscent of the Old Testament prophets It says that he was a man of the Holy Spirit he was a man directed by the Holy Spirit it was a, he was a man who gave forth prophecy through the Holy Spirit There's no evidence that he was a priest a scribe, or officially even had the office of a prophet. He wasn't a Levite or anything as well. We could say he was a lay holy man, but the fact that he was used by the Holy Spirit, we could say that he was what we would call one of the New Testament prophets. Um, what made Simeon great and devout was that he was a student of Holy Scripture. And we'll see this in a little bit later. Some of the things that he he said, and some of the prayers that he prayed were based upon the book of Isaiah. We'll turn there and look at there a little bit later. So, Simon was a righteous and devout man looking for the consolation of Israel. Now, this Greek word consolation, or the Greek word for consolation, is peraklesin, And it's very similar to the word paraklete, or comfort, um, that is mentioned in John 14. The promise of giving, Jesus' promising of getting, giving us and sending to us the Comforter. So the consolation here is that same work of the Holy Spirit of comfort that Jesus promised um, when he said he had to go away. So this consolation is the Holy Spirit given consolation through the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Now Simeon knew that God promised comfort and help and salvation by a means of, of a Messiah, an appointed one. And it says here in verse 26, it had, been re- it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Christ. Uh, 27, verse 27 says that he was led by the Spirit into the temple. Um, the Holy Spirit directed him he, he led him to go into the temple at the exact right time that the child would go into the temple. The Holy Spirit led him to even recognize the holy family, the Mary, Joseph, and the baby uh, Jesus. And we can assume Simeon didn't just grab the child, but he asked, I'm sure, he asked them, you know, may I hold your child? And then when he held the child, that's when he gave uh, his prophecies. All right, and we're going to look a little bit at those prophecies later. But another saint that was waiting for the consolation, the Holy Spirit-given consolation, is a lady named Anna. She was a devout saint, and she was waiting for the long-expected Messiah promised for God's people. Uh, Look at verses 36 through 38. It says of Anna, she was a prophetess, a New Testament prophet as well, the, da- the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years and had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. And then as a widow to the age of 84, she never left the temple serving day and night with fastings and prayers. And at that very moment, you can say maybe she even heard some of the, the prophecy of Simeon, she came up and began to give thanks to God, just as Simeon did. So here we have these two older saints, both waiting for a spectacular revelation of God's salvation, of redemption, through the Messiah, the person of Jesus Christ. Now, um, look, look at here, at some of this wonderful thing that Anna does. She was active At telling others of the Lord Jesus. Look at the second half of verse 38. It says, She continued to speak of him, that is, of Jesus, to all those who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. It wasn't just the two saints, the two elderly saints who were looking for redemption. Anna found other people who were still looking for the redemption of Israel. How is God going to save our people? The answer is in a holy Messiah, Jesus Christ. Let me tell you about this child. I think Anna is an example to us. I think we should be excited. We should be overjoyed, like Anna, to tell others as well of the redemption that God has purchased for us. So let's next look at Simeon's prayers and prophecies. It says in verse 29 after he had taken uh, the child into his arms, he says, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. Simeon touched, he felt, he held the blessed Lord Jesus, and God revealed to him that he could finally depart in peace. Now, based on Scripture, I think we, like Simeon, if we believe the Holy Gospel, we can depart in peace in this life. I've always loved this passage in Matthew where Jesus says this, Blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. For truly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. If you believe this Holy Bible, and you believe the New Testament as well, you can rest assured that you have been given even a greater revelation than the prophets and the apostles of old. And it mentions there even righteous men like Simeon. Simeon was a prophet and a righteous man. But he, what he knew of Jesus was through types and shadows. He knew of the promises. God revealed to him that this baby was going to, this child was going to be the Savior. But if you believe this holy Bible, you know the whole story. By the time that Jesus grew up and died on the cross, Simeon had died. He wasn't there to see what happened, he wasn't there to see how Jesus was sacrificed on the cross. He wasn't there to see how Jesus was raised from the dead. He wasn't there to see that Jesus ascended to the right hand of the Father. But to us, we have been given all of this glorious revelation. And based upon what God has revealed to us in his holy word, we can say like Simeon, Now, O Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace. For according to your word, your holy Bible, my eyes have seen your salvation. Simeon's prayer, which he then praised God and gave thanks to God, is found in verses 30 through 32. He says, For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of Now, remember how I said before that this prophecy or this prayer is based here upon Isaiah. Let's look at the passages that are the, the ones that it comes from. We'll keep your place in Luke, but we'll turn to Isaiah 9. Isaiah 9 1 and 2. And then we'll look at Isaiah 42. Says here in Isaiah 9, verse 1 But there will be no more gloom for her who was in anguish. In earlier times, he treated the land of Zebulun and the, the land of Naphtali with contempt, but later on, he shall make it glorious by the way of the sea on the other side of Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. So, remember, Jesus Christ came to his own. His own did not receive them, but to whoever was willing to receive him, namely, the Gentiles, he gave them the right to become sons of God. And here, the gospel goes out to a group of Gentiles Galilee of the Gentiles. And we'll look next at uh, Isaiah 42. Isaiah 42 verse 1. Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen one, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or raise his voice nor make his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break and a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not be disheartened or crushed until he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands will wait expectantly for his law. Thus says God the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and its offering, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will also hold you by the hand and watch over you. I will appoint you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations." to open blind eyes to bring out prisoners from the dungeon and those who dwell in darkness from the prison. Galilee of the Gentiles, that land that dwells in darkness, the revelation of God given unto them. But notice this in this passage. Jesus, the promised well, this promised Messiah that was going to come, it, it says that he was going to bring forth Justice, verse one, justice to the nations. And his covenant would go through out the world, verse the end of verse six, as a light to the nations. The promised Messiah was given first to the Jew, but then he was given to the Gentile. That's us, that's us. The fact that God was a light as a revelation to the Gentiles has been evidenced throughout history. That the Holy Gospel has gone out to all lands throughout this world. There's not one place you, can, you can't go on this planet that there's not some church teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ. Now the work is not finished, but the Holy Gospel has gone throughout the nations. Now, after hearing Simeon's uh, prayer, uh, Mary and Joseph were amazed at the things which were being said about him, about their son Jesus. And after this, Simeon blessed him and gave him a prophecy, um, especially to, to Mary, his mother. Look at verses 34 and 35. Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel and for a sign To be opposed, and a sword will pierce even your own soul to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. The first thing I want to talk about in this particular section of prophecy is that he foretold the grief, the great, immense grief of soul that Mary would experience. Now, we know that literally a sword did not pierce Mary. But it was as if a sword pierced her when she saw her son being crucified on the cross. And A lot of parents would testify to you. They would much rather die first before having to face the death of their children, especially your child being tortured to death in a very gruesome, horrible fashion. But God had a purpose, he says in this prophecy, that... This would be for the rise and fall of many in Israel. Now there were prestigious religious elites, scribes and Pharisees of the Hebrew society who had rejected the Lord Jesus. And what happened to them? They were broken off, as it's mentioned as branches, broken off from the olive tree so that new branches, Gentile branches, would then be grafted in as we, we've heard before from Romans 11. Now uh, Most of us don't have a Jewish background, but God has grafted us in to a holy faith as given through a, uh, a, a initially through a Hebrew people, because this promise of the gospel has gone out to all nations, and that the Lord has become a light to every tribe, tongue, and nation. Uh, I also believe that as the Gentiles continue to keep coming into the church and that God continues to bless the nations more and more with an understanding and belief of Jesus Christ, that Israel will be provoked to jealousy. They will be provoked and that they will likewise have, as it says, have the scales removed from their eyes and that they will see Jesus as the Messiah. But that's going to be in God's timing And ultimately, that's going to be the fulfillment of Jesus Christ being the glory of Israel, of the people of Israel who had long ago rejected him. But by faith, brothers and sisters, even though you are Gentiles, if you have faith in the God of Abraham, you are the seed of Abraham. You are sons and daughters of Abraham. This long-expected promise of Jesus Christ was fulfilled in the death, burial, the crucifixion, but also the, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. He came and was promised to come and undo the work of the first Adam who failed miserably. But this blessed Lord Jesus has fulfilled all things for us. Are you one of the saints looking for redemption, like Simeon and Anna. Redemption can only be found through Jesus our Lord. Jesus says there's no other way unto the Father. He is the only way, the truth, and the life. There's no other consolation, there's no other hope, except through Jesus our Lord. Remember the prophecies and prayers of Simeon. He praised God that he could depart in peace because he had seen the salvation of God. What you have seen and what you have read in Holy Scriptures is even far greater than what Simeon had seen. You have been given a greater, more glorious revelation. And if you believe what is written concerning the blessed Lord Jesus and His perfect work, you have reason to rejoice and you can... Know and rest assured that you can depart from this life, like Simeon, in peace. Based on God's revelation, many who were exalted were cast down. But it also mentions one last thing. The thoughts and intents of the heart were revealed. On the great day of judgment, every thought, and every act will be revealed. And how will we stand before a righteous and holy God? We only have one plea. God, I'm a sinner, but I know that you offered your righteous and holy Son, Jesus, for my sake. Through his perfect blood and through his sacrifice, that's my only hope. That is our only hope. That is our only hope. Let's pray together. Oh, blessed Father, we, we thank you for the perfect work of your Son, Jesus Christ, who came and suffered to die for sinners such as us, who suffered the very pains of hell for sinners such as us. We thank you that you raised him from the dead and that through him that we know that you will, like in a like fashion, raise us up, to new bodies like unto the glorious body of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for your holy gospel and we pray that you would help us to be like Simeon, that we would rest assured knowing that we can depart from this life in peace. Help us to be like Anna, to tell others of the wonderful things that you have done through Jesus our Lord. Help us, we pray, for we ask these things in the blessed name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. For a hymn of dedication, we'll stand and sing 267. O Christ, our hope, our heart's desire. Let's stand and sing 267.